0: Welcome to the web of tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded tired. I'm, I know. At the end there, I, got a little, I did get a little tired. <laughs> Welcome to the web of tomorrow. <laughs> Welcome to the web of tomorrow. Today we're going to be talking about GitHub. We're your hosts, Riley Kerskeel and
1: Adam Harris. So did you know that uh, GitHub is actually probably my favorite social network right now? That's awesome. Makes sense. Yeah, like I, I go on there, uh, f- follow interesting people and then see the kind of repositories they create and what, what, maybe we should get, wait, wait for all that. I'm throwing in a lot of technical lingo already. Let's talk about what is Git and GitHub.
0: We need to have like a section, uh, Every, like, once in a while where, like, there's, like, this British woman's voice. Because it's, like, the ideal voice, right, typically. And she comes in and she goes, repository. And then just says, like, the definition. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That would be really funny. Um, Okay, so Git is the saving tool. That's kind of how I see it. Like, it's the way that you can save... Uh, procedurally, really, you can procedurally save your uh, project, whatever it is you're working on.
1: Yeah. It's also kind of uh, like a time capsule, or it's, it's kind of similar to Time Machine, where you can go back in time and see how your project has changed over time.
0: Right. And so it use, it makes use of the terminal or what, what's the Windows one again? Command line. Command line. I always draw a blank on that. Uses ter- terminal or command line, and it's what you. So you just throw in some uh, commands. Uh, so one of the most typical ones that you'll see is once you start off your project, you'll say, "Get in it," and it's that that easy. And then f- get yeah, it's get in it. So it's yeah. G I T, then space I N I T, and you have now made your project into a Git. A repository.
1: Yeah. And a repository is just a folder that contains files that has... It actually has, like, a little hidden uh, Git file that contains all the information about the history of that repository. Yeah. And
0: in this case, what's really cool about Git, and this is what Adam was touching on, is that... So say you save something, and later down the line, you realize... Well, you know, you exit out of your project, you're past your undos and redos, you know, and you, you decide, oh, I really didn't like that change that I made. Well, you can actually get into your uh, repository or your, I guess, cache of saves and access that to replace whatever changes you had made currently. Or if you want to, you, you decide, oh, yeah, actually, I really didn't like what I had done previously. Let's get back to what I. Done yeah. after you can get back to that, so you, it's kind of like, you know, it, it's like a timeline of saves, and you can actually access that that timeline anytime you want.
1: Yeah, and speaking of timeline, you can actually have multiple timelines, right? Yeah, it's, it's so it's called a branch. So you you create a branch and you and you name it something else, like my experimental feature, and then you can work and make commits in that branch. Without messing anything up in your your main uh, your main branch, and if you decide you don't like it, you can just throw that branch away later.
0: Yeah, it's super cool. I I think it's really cool because it's actually been I've seen it used in several other different types of applications, and so for example, uh, at the D three meetup, I had never really thought about it this way, but it's a great way to teach people that don't know a lot about. The maybe that particular library or like you're diving into some really complicated things and you just want to teach them a few things really quick. Yeah. And then you want to move on to like, wh- and fill your code up with like more complicated code. Then you can go access the next step, and uh, it's it's really good for teaching people actually. Yeah,
1: I've seen a lot of tutorials or books that that use that. They say, okay, for this chapter, you can check out the chapter two branch and see all the code at this point.
0: And then that kind of leads into GitHub. Because Git and GitHub are actually not technically the the same thing. But GitHub is kind of... The best way I've heard it described to me is that it's kind of like a Dropbox for developers. That's like the most direct way of, of explaining it. It's something that, unless you make it private, anyone can access, anyone can what we call clone... And, uh, and then you can see their code, you can manipulate their code, you can use their code if you want to in some cases. And uh, it's, a really cool, it's a really cool site, a really cool application.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really, really nicely done. Um, and I, I put up all my side projects and stuff on GitHub. They're all publicly available. And, and then it's kind of a nice backup, too. They're all kind of backed up in the cloud that way.
0: Right, yeah, and that's probably what it's, uh, one of the big ways it's used is for backup and collaboration, yeah. accessing, like, if you have, um, and this, I think actually we talked a little bit about this in a previous episode, but we talked about how, like, it's useful in that if I'm working with you on something, and I make a few changes on the code, I send it to you, and then you approve it, and then, it, then you accept it into the repository.
1: yeah. But, yeah, you can have different levels yeah. of access. I can I can make Riley a collaborator, like I've done on this one project, and you can directly make changes without my approval. But um, on any project you find on GitHub, you can go and fork it, and that creates your own version of that code. And then when you make changes, you can make what's called a pull request to the original owner, and and they can review it and merge that into their
0: and that's a good way of of avoiding bugs you know doing some bug management because if i'm just like constantly saving things to the thing and then you're saving things to the project and we just don't really know who's doing what then there's typically going to be some issues cuz even though there are style guides which we haven't even talked about either but style guides are a a formulated way of programming or coding and kind of like what the accepted way for that organization so for example domo i'm sure has like a style guide of some sort yeah uh
1: where to put the the curly braces and stuff like that right and
0: google for sure has a style guide you can actually upload it from github if you want to
1: nice yeah airbnb has a really popular style guide up on github
0: oh really it's actually
1: it's trending right now on github
0: huh and you can you can actually see trendy stuff on GitHub. yeah. If
1: you go to GitHub.com/trending, then uh, you can see what all the top most interesting projects right now that a lot of people are starring, which is just like favoriting it. And uh, you can even click languages on the side. So if you just click JavaScript, you can see the most popular JavaScript projects. And that's uh, and that's one of the like big ways.
0: It's it's really social. I mean, obviously you can put up your information and your your f- picture and stuff yeah. like that, but
1: and if you follow somebody, you see the things that they're starring and the project that that they're creating.
0: Yeah, that's super cool. I've had, I've got, I've got two stars on mine. <laughs> nice. Some people have like thousands and thousands of stars.
1: Yeah, I've got, I've got a couple projects that have some stars from random people. Um, I got one that got up to eighty, and then I just couldn't uh, couldn't keep working on it anymore. One of the
0: one of the big. Uh, one of the big ones that I saw was a guy had created a guide for um I wanna I wanna say arrays and just kind of understanding arrays and how useful they are and, and different use cases of arrays. Yeah. And uh and he got like he got a thousand or so and he just posted on LinkedIn. So it's really integrated into a lot of different things. You can people will bring it up and, and stack overflow, which is something that we'll we'll mention in our in our next episode. Uh and then like they'll post it on their social media sites like Twitter, Facebook or whatever so they can show off their projects. It's just a really great way. It's just a really great example of how developers in general are very open source.
1: Yeah, so I I've, I've seen other interesting examples of things you can do on GitHub besides code. So one of them is, you know, like an article like you said. Another thing that's very popular right now is having a list of things. And all you do is you put up a, a repository with a readme.md, and it's a markdown file like we talked about last time, and then just list out a bunch of things related to some topic. Uh, another thing I've seen is uh, a repo called um, whatever your username is slash AMA, and AMA just stands for ask me anything. Yeah. So, like, some developers put up an AMA repo, and people put in an issue, which is usually used for feature requests and bug bug reports but they put they use issues to uh, ask that developer questions
0: A really great example of when I've used it was uh, on my little personal website I wanted to do kind of a opaque shadowy type uh, design for my name and so I found this this one that uh, was better than anything I really could do really fast. You know, I'd ha- I would have had to really tweak it and do some research. So I did what we call forking. I forked it, uh, which basically makes a copy into your um, collection of repositories. And then I cloned it, and then I, uh, which means that I, I took it off the repository and actually put it into my computer and was able to... Manipulate it, access it, play with it, and then I was able to do this this get this short snippet, of code that you know ultimately made my
1: my page look a little bit better. Cool. And then another thing I've seen used uh, on GitHub is as a way to write a book. You can you can write a book open source and and even have people contribute to it and say uh, fix typos and stuff like that. <laughs> so there was this one called You Don't Know JS. Um, and it's, it's mostly available uh, right now in printed form, but it's, uh, like, the last part is still being written on GitHub. And I actually fixed a typo on that one.
0: Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean, if it's open and it's not private, and, and you can make it private, I think you have to pay. Yeah. But if it's, if it's public, then anyone can go in there and make suggestions. Do pull, you can get pull requests for fixing typos or fixing bugs. Or, you know, you can say, hey, I'm having a really big issue with this function that I'm trying to uh, fill out. Can you, does anyone know that could help me? And yeah. then they'll throw you some stuff. And and it's really cool. It's just a super
1: collaborative tool. Uh, Everyone seems to be really friendly on, on GitHub. If you, yeah. if you ask a question, like, this doesn't seem to be working for me, uh, you know, people will help out.
0: Yeah, and that's, that's, what, that's another example of why I love the developer world because people remember when <laughs> they were in that situation
1: yeah. and they're always trying to help out. So um, let's just mention some resources for getting started with Git. Okay. Um,
0: one that I used to just get me kind of initiated into the whole GitHub world is try.github.io. So if you just go into Google and put try git, it'll be your top result typically. Yeah. And it's a lot like your typical code school, code academy type class, although it is code school. Uh, it will just
1: run you through and you'll
0: you know, yeah, type in the browser. Super
1: easy. One of the steps is to create a GitHub account and you go through the process and you actually create a little um, example repo. Exactamundo. And it's free.
0: And then the more in-depth one
1: is? Uh, it's the, the Pro Git book, but you can access that on git-scm.com. You can click on documentation. It's got some great getting started stuff and some basics of how Git and version control work.
0: And that, that will be a great resource for you for when you uh, start actually using Git. And I, I use it all the time. To help me. Yeah, it's uh,
1: it's got some more advanced stuff in there. Uh, A lot of times I'll search some Git topic and it takes me to to this website. And
0: for the most part, you will typically end up using like five or six commands regularly. Yeah. But if you want to get in deeper, uh, there is a lot of functionality and use for the more advanced stuff. Yep. So, since we mentioned this at the beginning of our... Webisode, webisode, webisode. Whoa, we're like moving, like we're moving on to the next thing every time. <laughs> so for our next webisode, we're going to talk about some really great resources that we both personally like, and that we use to help us when we have questions. Uh, and as you ima- can imagine, with web development, there are a ton of web resources. Tools, yeah, yeah. resources. <laughs> So we'll see you next time on the web of tomorrow.